You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. A study conducted by an academic consortium gained global coverage for producing one of the first detailed analyses of the economic effects of COVID-19 in any developing country back in July. The reports published on the 15th of July showed how the pandemic has impoverished South Africa and made one of the world's most unequal countries even more so. Today, the findings from the second wave of that NEDS CRAM study were released and I'm joined by one of the lead researchers, Nick Spall, senior researcher in the economics department at Stellenbosch University. Nick, always a pleasure. Just remind us um, what the NIDS-CRAM study is all about. Sure. Uh, Thanks for having me. So the NIDS-CRAM study uh, is a survey of uh, 7,000 South Africans that are broadly nationally representative with the aim of trying to find out how is COVID affecting them in terms of their income, their employment, grant receipt, hunger, and a number of other variables but basically trying to measure what is the impact of COVID-19 and the lockdown uh, on South Africa. And one of the major findings was that the 2.8 million jobs lost between February and April have, hadn't returned by June. And uh, it, it, it's an interesting number if you look at the, the quarterly labour force survey, which reckons 2.2 million South Africans lost their jobs. Why do you think your study is slightly higher? Sure. So, I mean, I think the, um, the one is that we're looking at slightly different timeframes and slightly different ages. Um, so the quarterly labor force survey is done um, for the whole of quarter two relative to the whole of quarter one, whereas our survey is only done in a single month. Uh, and some of those stats are looking at uh, the, the status AQLFS data is looking from, I think it's uh, 16 to 65 year olds, whereas we only look uh, at um, 18 to 60 year olds. But nevertheless, I don't think that we should focus so much on the technical details. I think the more important one is that they are broadly consistent. The stats say number of 2.2 million job losses uh, and our number of 2.8 million job losses. I think it's trying to both show that there's the significant job loss that we've seen. And potentially, if those jobs don't come back, it will mean uh, a decade's worth of job gains uh, in other words, from 2009 to 2019, have been lost in wow. six months. Wow. I mean, that just indicates the extent of the economic devastation here. Looking at what you found on furlough, in addition to those who lost their jobs between February and April, 1.4 million workers were furloughed with no pay. How many of these were reemployed? So half of them, uh, between April and June, half of them regained their employment in the sense that they started earning an income again, and 40% became unemployed. So those furloughed workers all thought that they had an employer to return to uh, after the lockdown, and for half of them that's true, and they are now back with that employer and earning an income, but for 40% of them uh, that wasn't true, and they now don't think that they have an employer to return to, and they are unemployed. From a grant perspective, I found it quite interesting that um, about 4.4 million people had received that 350 rand COVID social relief of distress grant by July, August. And uh, the study seems to find that that grant was fairly well targeted. Yes, so it seems to be uh, quite pro-poor and progressive uh, in the sense that the people that are receiving it are more likely to be in the bottom half of the distribution and no one in the top 10% of the income distribution is getting it. Um, the other important thing to remember about that grant is unlike the top-ups, 
which those grants were already in place, uh, and we just increased the value of the grant that they were receiving, for example, the child support grant. Whereas the COVID-19 Social Relief of Distress grant, this 350 rand one you just mentioned, is a totally new grant. And it's covering people that previously weren't in the grant system, uh, for example, like unemployed men. Yep. Um, now, that's a really big accomplishment to bring 4 million people into the grant system when you don't have the physical presence to kind mm. of verify it. It was all done digitally. So I think that's quite remarkable. It really is and has great uh, bearing on the debate that we're having around uh, basic universal income as well. Nick, that's all the time we have for. I really look forward uh, to getting my teeth stuck in with you tomorrow morning on uh, BDTV. That was lead researcher Nick Spall uh, with the findings from the second wave of the NIDS CRAM study released today.